what you actually do in your routine is not as important as the fact that you do something and you do it repeatedly. The specific reason why is because what happens from a brain standpoint when you're doing something is what flips on and what triggers in your brain is that when I do this, then I do that. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. One of the things that we're going to talk about today is consistency of performance, because we are what we repeatedly do, right? And it's one of the things that I've been hearing from a lot of people lately, mostly in sales, some in leadership, but it'll be something to the effect of, you know, it just seems like I have a really great month or great quarter. And then I kind of take my foot off the gas and I end up having these ebbs and flows and kind of these peaks and valleys as far as my performance goes. And I want to be more consistent in doing that. Well, there are ways, I mean, don't we all want to be consistent with what we do? And there certainly are specific ways and things that you can implement to be more consistent and more repeatable as far as what you do every single day. Three different ways that you could be more consistent with your performance. And the first one is where your consistency lives as a performer, as a top performer, is embedded in your peak performance routine. If you look at, you know that my background is in athletics. And if you look at any high-level athlete, like let's take a golfer. I was watching the Bay Hill Invitational this last weekend. They are methodical on doing the same exact thing before every single shot. And we call it a peak performance routine. And what that does is it actually turns the brain off in a good way to allow your innate ability and your talent to be able to come out. And I think we would all be a lot better off if we actually looked at some of the things we do in our lives the exact same way. Because if you have ever struggled with consistency in doing something, whether it's the salesperson I talked about before that's just not consistent hitting their numbers, or maybe I'm not consistent with a practice of gratitude, or I'm not consistent in keeping up with my workouts. Well, chances are, if that has happened to you, it's because there's been some lapse or something that's 
throwing you off of a peak performance routine or doing things the same way day after day or morning after morning, evening after evening, however you're thinking about this, that gives you those ebbs and flows as far as performance goes. Now, I kind of cringe when I read some of the articles and I see some of the things that that are like, okay, learn from the habits, the morning habits of these 10 successful billionaires. You know, it's sort of like saying, okay, if I follow the same routine as Bryson DeChambeau, the golfer, I'm going to be able to drive the ball 377 yards. No, that's not going to happen. What you actually do in your routine is not as important as the fact that you do something and you do it repeatedly. The specific reason why is because what happens from a brain standpoint when you're doing something is what flips on and what triggers in your brain is that when I do this, then I do that. And it's a very powerful thing. Like when you wake up first thing in the morning and you get going, let's just take it from a morning routine standpoint. Okay, I get up and I have my clothes set out and I have my morning cup of coffee and I feed my dog and I let my dog out and then I go and I work out. Well, if you consistently do that for a period of time, what's going to happen in your brain is, okay, when I wake up and my clothes are set out and I have my morning cup of coffee and I feed my dog and I let my dog out, it starts this chain reaction that signals to your brain that when I start doing this, I'm getting ready to do that. And when we look at peak performance routines, this isn't something that happens overnight, but it is something that if you can stay consistent with a routine right before you do something else and start stacking that up, I promise you, you're going to be much more consistent in whatever it is that you want to do. And I have specific peak performance routines for doing the same exact thing before I speak, whether it's live or virtually. I have a peak performance routine before I sit down or before I write if I'm if I'm doing a book. I have a peak performance routine on what I do before I prospect. And when I continually do those things, it makes me so much more consistent as far as what I'm doing day in and day out. So I'd highly recommend whatever you're thinking about in regards to something that you would be, you would like to be more consistent with in your life is to think about what are a few things that I could do right before that, that will start a chain reaction that will allow my brain to say, when I start doing this, then I'm getting ready to do that. So that's number one. Number two is we have to actually look at, believe it or not, doing less. You will not see a single top performer and high achiever in any sport, in any industry that walks in and says, okay, I have a list of 50 different things that I need to do and I need to do all of them consistently. That's not how they work. They actually work on, if we're talking athletics, we would call it the fundamentals, but I think there are fundamentals on almost anything that we're doing. Like there could be fundamentals of getting fitter, of getting healthier, of being happier, of being higher performing, of sales, of leadership. There are certain things, certain basic fundamentals that if you do them, a small finite number of things 
move the needle more than other things. And I'm convinced that if we focus on that and if we look at that, we are going to be so much better off because when we take this full plate of food and we think about, I need to be consistent with all of these different things, now we're scattered and we're never going to be able to do that. So a lot of those other things will probably still get done, but if we can just rein it in and just say, okay, what are the things that really matter most? What are the things that move the needle and then execute or be consistent with a small number of things? It's going to move the needle a ton. And the other thing that we have to look at, and because I find myself speaking to a lot of people about focus, about how you can be more focused in your life. Well, the first step to focus is actually in eliminating distractions. And distractions a lot in our day-to-day lives are our notifications. And this, the computer that I'm presenting on right now, If we were to just audit, for lack of a better term, or really look at how often we are distracted from things on a daily basis, I think it would be alarming for a lot of us. Just the sheer number of, if we look at notifications coming in that are interrupting us from doing those small, finite number of fundamentals that we need to execute on with excellence, We are interrupted from those things all the time. And this can be something as simple as, do you have a notification going off every single time at the top right-hand corner of your screen when you get an email? Because what you're basically saying if you have that is, if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. That means every single email that comes in is a priority. Do you have a notification that goes off every single time you see somebody going live on LinkedIn like I am right now or doing posting on another social media platform? Do you have calendar alarms that are going off? Believe it or not, all these things stacked up and I'm not saying that you have to get rid of all of them, but I think any amount of eliminating those repeated distractions so you can focus more fully on the things that you want to be consistent on that move the needle, the better off you're going to be in regards to that. Because it is just really hard when you're saying, okay, I want to execute. I want to be consistent on this one thing. Oh, but then I got, then this this notification came in. Oh, okay. I'm really trying to sit down. I'm trying to prospect. Oh, but I need to answer this email. Now, all of a sudden, if you know anything about how the human brain works, we're not multitaskers. We're single taskers. And all we're doing in that time is we're trying to single task here and then we're trying to get back there to single task and we're bouncing around and that's not how we're maximally efficient and effective and consistent. So that's number two. And number three is to actually build your belief. Now for this, if you saw any of my previous LinkedIn lives, in one of them I talked about making goals both important and enjoyable. And in the importance part of it, I talked a lot about delayed gratification. And if you remember the marshmallow experiment that was done at Stanford way back in the 1970s. I won't give you the whole skinny on it, but the basis of it was that an experimenter brought a bunch of four and five-year-old kids in, said, hey, I will give you one marshmallow. I'm going to leave for 15 minutes. If you cannot eat this marshmallow after 15 minutes and I come back, I will give you a second marshmallow. 
And they studied these kids over time and these kids that were able to delay gratification and say, I'm not going to eat this first marshmallow, were higher achieving, had better test scores, were more well-adjusted, et cetera, et cetera. So then it kind of begs the question, okay, so are we born with an ability to delay gratification or is that actually something that can be taught? And I think it's an interesting thing to look at actually the consistency of what we do because in the follow-up studies after Stanford, after the Stanford study, which again was done way back in the 1970s, what they found when they looked at people is those that were able to delay the gratification and were able to say, I've only got one marshmallow, but I'm going to continue to do something or not do something, knowing it will pay off for a second marshmallow. A lot of whether they were able to delay that gratification and be consistent in that behavior was based on whether they actually believed that experimenter was going to come back and was going to reward them with the second marshmallow. And you might say, well, Scott, well, how the heck does that apply to what I'm doing right now? Well, in whatever you're looking to do, whether we're talking about prospecting and growing your sales business or working out and getting healthier and fitter or practicing gratitude and being a healthier person or writing and having a best-selling book, do you actually believe that consistency in your behavior is going to lead to the outcome that you desire? Because if you don't believe that, there's no way that you're going to be continually consistent with what it is that you are doing. So you have to have that belief. And I think there are a couple of different ways that you can actually, again, to not go with the mainstream self-help and personal development that says, you just got to believe that you're going to achieve your outcomes. Well, how do we actually do that? One way that you can do it is in whatever you are looking to do, any of those examples that I just named, Use something that in sports psychology we used to call vicarious experiences. And it's basically saying, if someone else can do something, I can do it too. It's one of the ways that we actually gain confidence in our lives. So the way that you do this is whether you're looking at getting healthier and fitter, building a business, writing a book, being happier, can you look out at someone else, and chances are almost certainly that you can, someone else that has done what you are looking to do and gain confidence from saying, well, they did these same exact things that I'm trying to be more consistent with, and if they did it, and if they were successful, I can do it, and I can be successful too. And... I'm guessing whatever it is that you're thinking about in regards to consistency, chances are someone's probably already been successful enough with what it is that you're looking to do, unless you're sending people to live on Mars and something that has never happened before. There's probably vicarious experiences and people that you can look at that you can gain confidence from and say, hey, if they were able to do this thing by staying consistent, I know that I'm actually able to do that same exact thing. And it will pay off for me. And I have belief that it will get me to the finish line and to that end destination that I desire. So that's number one. And then the, the second thing and the last thing that I'll say as far as building your belief is to actually look at progress and progress that you're making as far as the consistency of your behaviors. So look at it like this. 
God willing, we're going to have an Olympics coming up in, in August. It's one of my favorite events to watch, the Summer Olympics. And of course, we didn't have it last year because of COVID. But if you were to think about it in terms of a high-level athlete or a high-level competitor, they will train not just their whole life, but the last four or five years, sometimes to be able to only improve by tenths of a second or maybe by seconds in whatever it is, whatever their sport or their given endeavor kind of happens to be. Well, how do you stay motivated and how do you stay consistent with your workouts and with doing different things if it's such a small kind of, if if it's almost imperceptible as far as what you're doing? And what I will guarantee you is that these athletes on a micro level are always looking at how am I making just a little bit of progress over time by stacking up these consistent workouts or these consistent behaviors? And I promise you, in whatever area you're looking to be consistent, the more you do it, the more results you'll have. It's just, it will happen. But the more that you can break it down and to find any amount of just small incremental progress and gain and growth that you've made from point A on your way to point B, it's going to help motivate you. It's going to help empower you and it's going to help you to be more consistent in whatever behavior you're trying to do. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.